Get Weapon is brought to you by Nemesis Studios. An elegant weapon for a more civilized age. Hello kids, my name is Jay, the Jedi Ross, and this is episode 292 of An Elegant Weapon. I am here at the Lucky Clover Sports Pub uh, in beautiful Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Uh, Today, we were at Toronto Fan Days, which is a one-day show put on by the fine people from Fan Expo. Basically an excuse to get your Christmas shopping done for all your nerdly (laughs) needs. And now we're here at an elegant weapons little after dinner party that's uh, become a bit of a tradition. Um, and we're here with a very, very interesting mix <laughs> of individuals. So let me start on the far left is my good friend Zach Z.M. Thomas. Yes. Uh, you may be familiar with him as the writer of The Bible 2. Uh, he felt the Bible needed a sequel. Damn right after 2,000 years. Yeah, so you, you've provided it. Um, and Sioux Falls. Correct, yes. Sioux Falls from Source Point Press. We all know Source Point Press. And uh, the Bible, too, is uh, it's a little on the outside of things. Uh, how do you describe it? Well, it's the official sequel, 2,000 Years in the Making, where Jesus Christ is back, and he's not crucifying around. Because, you know, when he's not giving mass, he's kicking ass, putting the sin back in the synagogue. So hail to the king of the Jews, baby. <laughs> I love that spiel, man. It's the best. <laughs> um, but it's, 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 uh, it's a little hardcore, right? It is. It it's, is. A, it's, it's a little hardcore. Um, and you might know my guest here in between us. She was Lunette on the big comfy couch. She was the voice of Lydia on the Beetlejuice cartoon. As well, you were Jubilee. Yeah. On the original X-Men cartoon. Yeah. So let's, let's just say you guys do stuff for kids occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we're just hanging out here. Uh, we're having a good time after the show today. And are you guys just meeting today, or what's happening uh, here? Well, we met yesterday. Yeah, we yeah. met last night. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds really ominous, but yeah, we did, we did meet last night. <laughs> right on. Uh, and neither one of us is dead yet. No, so that's, no, uh, that's, that's kind of, uh, that's, you know, go us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Survival, woo! Yay. Yeah, we, we, uh, we, we somehow beat the odds. Because... Um, I, I know you from Michigan. Yeah. And uh, I know you partly, well, I saw you at New York Comic Con this year. Yeah. And uh, I know you're from Minnesota. Yes, yes. I am uh, from Minnesota. So my buddies from Source Point, Travis and Jay Fosgett, and, uh, they, they come up. And they're crashing with me as they're coming to the show. And the next morning, Travis is like, oh, we had a great time last night. I knew he was going out to have a little yeah. business chat with Allison. Uh, had no idea of your involvement in this weekend whatsoever. And I'm like, how does Zach end up in fucking Toronto without my knowledge? Yeah. Any kind of, and I was like, what the hell? So I had to deal with, and not only that, but you spent the night out partying with Allison here. Yeah. You guys went yeah. to Poppers? The Poppers pub? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. right on. Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where to go. Yeah, well, I really you know, don't. It's we, like, okay, sure, yeah, Zach and like Allison. A, like a B-52, we would like just right out of radar, you know? Well, uh, you're probably familiar with some of her work. 
a little, yeah. right? Well, you, you know, as a gamer, uh, I grew up watch, uh, playing Resident Evil 2. So that oh, yes, was, as well. That's Red how Red. I yeah, know her yeah. is Claire Redfield. Yeah, Redfield, yeah, yes. Exactly. All right, beauty. Are, were you familiar with his at all? Have you um, seen it yet? So, oh, oh, I have. So I um, I am familiar with Bible 2, but I didn't know that's who I was meeting last oh, okay. night. And in fact, it was I, got, I was there to have a, as you said, a little business chat with Travis because we have some other stuff going on. Um, yeah, I love this room right now because it's like me and a bunch of comic book nerds. Yeah. And it's like, so I've become a comic book nerd yeah. late in life. Right. But I'm here now and this is kind of awesome. And that's sort of what Travis and I were talking about last night right. in terms of taking comic books and possibly developing them into other things. Okay, well, how did you... See, this is one of the cool things that's unique about Jay, Jay Fosgett, yes. is that as much as he's a comic book artist, I was talking to him about this the other day, is he's a, an artist who can have his toe dipped in so many different waters. You know, in the Muppet world, in the cartooning world, in the comic book world, mm -hmm. in whatever world, right? So you get to meet, I've met so many unique people, puppeteers, muppeteers, yeah. voice actors, this, that, through Jay, not just comic people. Yeah. So how did you first meet Jay? So Jay sent me a Facebook request. Uh, this was four or five years ago. And I didn't know him. And I don't actually, so I use Facebook as a personal private thing for like family and friends. Right. People I actually know in real life. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I use other social media to connect with strangers. But for Facebook, it's a personal thing. So I'm not one who usually accepts Facebook friend requests right, from strangers. Right. You got a high profile. But you I, know. Yeah. I, uh, I checked out his profile. I'm like, why is this guy sending me a request? And as soon as I saw his profile pic at the time was him at his desk, and Bodie was over his shoulder. Yes, yeah, I and know that I picture. And I was like, okay, yeah. it was beautiful. Like it was a phenomenal image. And I, so I took a moment to say, did he? Is that his work? Did he do that? So I did a little research, and I was like, uh, yeah, no, I need to be friends with this guy because right. this is beautiful. Yeah. Um, so I accepted his friend request, and then like. A week later is Fan Expo. I'm there helping out uh, Rob Mills and Fred Stinson. Okay, Because we were Stinson. doing some Rufus steampunk stuff. And I'm at the booth, and Jay Fosgett shows up. And he, he comes up, and he's like, hi, I'm Jay Fosgett. And I was like, you're my Facebook friend. That's and awesome. that was our first time meeting in person, but we were already Facebook friends because okay. I instantly knew that his work was amazing. Like, yeah. sometimes you just know. Right. Like, you see, and it's like, oh, no, this is this is the real deal, and this is going to be, like, this guy's awesome. Yeah. So, and he had brought us each a drawing that he'd done of us. Uh, just as, as a Jay gift. does. Oh, yes. my Lord. Like, yeah. he's just, he's, he just doesn't stop, and he's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, so that's how we became friends, and we just sort of, it was an instant click. Right on. Uh, and he's one of those, well, I guess a lot of the guys in Michigan and, and whatnot, um, we call them border city kids, right? So uh, Canada, oh, he, yeah, most him. of our, most of my country, yeah. were border city kids. Right. So we grow up getting um, all the shows American from info. America, right? Yeah. And then for the border city kids in America, they get the CBC and TVO and and what we have that's being broadcast as Canadian television, right? So they get really fucked up. 
sorry, sorry for swearing, but it's true. Um, so American border city kids end up like they're they're nurtured on CBC. They're nurtured on the stuff that I grew up on, and it is a very different flavor. And so then they don't fully fit in with the rest of their country, and they kind of they're sort of there looking across the border at Canada, that's seen as this some magical unicorn land. Yeah. And they wish that they could be Canadian. Yeah. And vice versa, most of Canada wishes we could be American. Yeah. So uh, Jay has been weaned on yes. Canadian programming. Even more so than most border kids, though. Yeah. No, Jay is a Canada like, file, like. No other. He, he knows. He teaches me stuff. Oh yeah. Oh I know. Oh yeah. He's like yeah. exactly. Yeah. He's yeah. way more Canadian than we are. Absolutely. Um, is. Yeah. So he uh, he loves to be here. His work is popular. Um, he does so. He, he probably did the best today of all artists I heard from. And that's totally deserved. Love him here. Yeah. He's yeah. Fit, he's amazing. And he he has this ability to collect interesting people. Yes. Yeah. And bring us together. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. we're it's a quirky. See, here's work. part of it though is sometime you need to come out to Michigan. And I talk about this on the show a lot because there's something special in Michigan. The community there. Is something special in the water? Is that where you're I going? I think so, to be honest. Because <laughs> I think we know what that is, and the government's yeah. being sued about it right yeah. about now. Yeah. I don't yeah. <laughs> well, if it's the desired result, I don't know. Yeah. But they, they, it's just a really positive group of people, you know, who are all trying yes. to hold each yeah. other up. They're all trying to wish the best for each other. It's an amazingly tight, like, family in that comic community so you know it, it, it's cool when you know you get introduced to it I was because of my podcast like five years ago yeah. meeting another podcast there uh, Comic Pros and Cons my good friend what's up Derek Becker he brought me out there he's like check out Motor City and that was like four or five years ago and that's when I first met Jay yeah. and it was an instant like you're awesome yeah. we, you know everybody's awesome yeah. so Years ago, Jay did a comic called Dead Duck and Zombie Chick. Yep. Which uh, now is being released through SourcePoint Press. Yep. Uh, reissued and such. And out came the wacky idea <laughs> of doing a radio play. Yes. Now, obviously, Jay would think of the professional, you know, voice professional that he knows, Miss Allison Port. Uh, how did that come about? What did you think when you heard about it? So originally, um, I was helping Jay get something, get a demo made for Bodie Troll, because uh, I've wanted to pitch it as a series for a long time. So I did some voices and whatnot for him to make a demo for that. And then were you on the the little stop motion thing that he did? That yeah, the, the I was panel the Scottish thing. narrator yeah. for that. I know. Okay, I didn't realize we were both <laughs> on that. It's on YouTube, kids. Check it out. Um, but yeah, that was great. Yeah. It, it could use some refining. Oh yeah, it's a simple know. little stop motion but, thing. But yeah. uh, so then, so we we wanted to get something going with Bodhi. Um, that kind of got backburnered, and then Dead Duck came up, and he was like, "Hey, I'm with a new publisher for Dead Duck. Uh, he wants to talk about maybe recording some stuff." So he put Travis in touch with me again, like you said about the Michigan guys, like just very supportive. It's no bullshit. It's like let's just do this thing. Let's find a way to make it happen, and we're not going to screw anybody over. We just want to yeah, you want to create this, right? Um, so we did. We recorded four episodes in one weekend. That's amazing. It was insane. It was amazing. The cast is phenomenal. Uh, we had such a blast. 
and we now have four episodes and stuff is uh, I guess it's being in its final tweaking moments and it's going to be I released can't wait to hear oh it it's so good it's so it's good it's so funny yeah. um, and that's how that came about and again it's like with with Travis that was another instant connection where it's like okay yeah. this worked out dead duck was awesome we get along like we totally yeah. strengths and you know weaknesses offsetting Hence each other last night's business meeting more stuff to be done yeah <laughs> so yeah so travis yeah. and i have been talking about other um comic book properties right, that right. can be developed and, and should be developed but what is the right place for that right, right like whether right. it's a feature film um a short web series audio play there's so uh, much to be done now yeah, yeah live yeah. action series cartoon series whatever it might yeah. be yeah. um it's about taking interesting original um properties that maybe have a small fan following but not a huge one right. and then developing them for something more and so then last night i'm having this meeting with him and then he mentions oh so this guy is zach blah 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 and i'm like what the heck? yeah yeah well oh. check check out this bridge i got for you guys okay? yeah now allison a lot of the work you do, as many will end up doing, as the bulk of voice work is cartoons and stuff, right? Yeah. Um, and being Lunette, yes. you know, you have a certain image where you grew up, you know, entertaining kids to a certain point. Whoa, are we really on. going there? Are you no, going hold on, hold on, hold on. Are we asking sticky questions No, I'm not here? at all. Here's what I'm interested <laughs> in, because... I want, and you know, but then you, you do things like Resident Evil or whatever. Yeah. Now, I'm just stretching this over to Zach in a way that sure. one of the things I greatly admire about you is how fucking brave and courageous you actually are. <laughs> and no, not just the wackiness of the crazy ideas sure. you think up, but dude, this is something that there's no way you don't have to take heat for sometimes. I, I do take some heat, yeah. But yeah. you know, to be honest, it's not as much as you would think. It's, it's kind of one of those uh, situations where you would think I get a lot more shit than I do. I've, had, I've been protested by the Westboro Baptist Church. I've been protested by various church organizations. Yeah. But to counter that, I've also been taught in various universities throughout the, uh, the United States. And I think that kind of is a testament, pun not intended, to the kind of... <laughs> ability that I have in, in the storytelling that I have that is able to resonate with people who would otherwise be, I would say, almost kind of on the fence with what I do. Right. Yeah. Well, here's the, the, the one good thing about it is it's not, you're not just being, trying to be rebellious or no, anti-anything. No. It's very intelligent stuff. Well, thank you. It's no, very it well is. written, you know, it, it's, it, it, it makes sense. It's not just you trying to yeah. pick a fight no, no, or no. whatever, right? See, I, how I explain it is I always try to engage in the conversations, whether they're uh, conversations that are in the affirmative or in the negative of what I believe. I believe that using humor is in a way to kind of bridge those kind of conversations and in a way to engage into conversations that I would not normally have with people. Right. And what's nice about that is I'm able to hear viewpoints that I would not normally hear. And it allows me viewpoints that I'm not normally privy to. And for me, 
that is far more uh, valuable than having a big giant echo chamber of a circle jerk yeah, and uh, yeah, whatever yeah. whatever it is ideological totally. viewpoint that I would have on my own. Right, right. Yeah. In other words, debate. Debate is healthy, yeah. Very healthy. Yeah. Exactly. How were you how were you raised? Were you raised Christian um, or Cuz you're you're a, you're native, aren't you? I am. I am yeah. Dakota. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, we have a contentious history with religion. Yeah. Uh, they gave us a Bible, so I'm giving them one back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, the thing is, is my dad, um, <laughs> I, I doubt he'll listen to this, but he's kind of a born again. Uh, my mom never really knew what she wanted. She was kind of a Lutheran. I never got, a, I've got I got expelled from a Catholic school, uh, thankfully, because the priest that I had in my Catholic school got arrested for molestation. Uh, so, you know, it all works out. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I dodged that bullet in many ways, uh, more than one. And for me, it was, it's always about, you know, just kind of poking issues, poking, yeah. poking the bear, I guess, so sure. to speak. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, Sioux Falls is a little more serious of a situation. Sioux, though, Sioux right? Falls is, I guess, in much in the same vein where I have a lot to say. Right. It's, uh, it's based off of my own Dakota culture. I am Dakota. I am the uh, Shakopee Medea Wakatan. Uh, my great, great, great grandfather Sorry, was. Sorry, say it again. I love it. Sure. Shakopee Medea Wakatan. Yeah, Medea Wakatan, M-D-E-W-A-K-A-N-T-O-N. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, so, you know, my great-great-great-great-grandfather was actually hanged a part of the 38 plus 2 in the nation's largest mass hanging. Wow. And this is kind of a story to bring honor and to kind of commemorate his memory. Right on, uh, man. And, and with that, and kind of, it's a legacy project to, for the younger Dakota generation, Dakota, Lakota, Nakota, part of the Ocheti Shakoween. Right. In a way to get them excited about our language, in a, in a way about our culture that I feel like in ways that the past has failed to do. Right, right, right. But in a way to keep it alive. So for me, it's, it's, it's definitely a way to bridge that gap and, and say, hey, you know what? Being Dakota is badass. It's not just about being. Yeah. It's not just about being depressed about our our shitty past or our or our depressing culture and uh, how how we've been treated. Uh, with my grandmother being sent to boarding schools or, or anything, but but being proud is doing what a Dakota does, and that's being a warrior, right on. soldiering through it. And that to me is the most important part about it. Is is yeah. is. Not to dwell on the on the negatives, but to really embrace the strength, the the positives. That's awesome, dude. Well, thank you. So, Allison, you were just saying before how you're recently getting into this comic community, right? Yeah. Now, you think you don't really know about it. You think, oh, cool, comics, people making stories, this and that, and then you do end up meeting people like Zach, and you realize. How, I realized that I found my people. How passionate <laughs> these people really are. Oh, Have no, you been experiencing what like, I'm saying? Uh, so we were, earlier today, we, we hung out, and we were basically just sharing um, images that we've saved yeah. from media and just yeah. like, and yeah. like, <laughs> like memes, yeah, oh, yeah. our memes and stuff and just like really wrong and really rude and ridiculous. And we're, so we're very much coming from... Uh, a like-minded place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's hard to say that for, you know, I'm an adult, I'm my own person, I don't represent any shows that I've ever done in the past. Of course not. Um, yeah. I believe in free speech, I right. believe in the, uh, 
open discussion and debate, the sharing of ideas, because how do you know something is awful or stupid or wrong if you're not even allowed to hear it yeah. said? Like, you, you don't be brainwashed and just follow the masses. Think for yourself, discuss, debate, and then right decide, on. yeah, you know what, that is a really shitty idea. Yeah, But absolutely. now I'm coming from an informed place, right? Right. So, um, and again, happy consenting adults. You yeah. know, you've seen me, I... I tend to, my own personal life is fairly, I can be raunchy at times, but again, you have your fun. I'm an adult. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So, I just... I, I guess what I was asking though, sorry, don't mean to cut you off, yeah. is did you expect this kind of passion in the indie comic community? Did you expect to meet guys like Zach who had so much passionate personal stuff to say through a comic book? Um... Expect is a weird. Did you guess word. not know what to I guess, expect? Um, well, I've done enough conventions throughout the years where I understand that this is a very passionate group. Okay, so you're, um, yeah. And um, the things that I'm passionate about are not necessarily all mainstream stuff either. Like it's so that you've got this, you've got a community that has has grown up supporting each other because there's no way that they would live or thrive or be able to do what they do without that support and that's what's awesome about it because right. you understand that it's not just me against everybody else right. I need to help my fellow comic book guy right. because we're all in this together right, right. Um, and that's one of the things that I actually really love about this community I think that's why I instantly felt at home Okay. once I started making friends here right on and then now that I'm a mom and I have a 14 year old son who's awesome by oh, the way thank you he is. thank you you, you, have, you haven't met you just met her last I night I have not great kid. I've seen a lot of photos yeah no no <laughs> he's a rad <laughs> kid sorry yeah, but go on yeah no, Blade is awesome he's a lovely yeah. lovely person and uh, so he's he likes comic books and um, graphic novels and for French I actually, for teaching for him to get help with French, right. I went out to the Beguiling and bought a bunch of oh, right graphic on. novels that from France. Right. And because I think that is one of the best ways to learn a language. Right? Absolutely, reading it. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I really, I've got this newfound, on many different levels, appreciation both for the materials themselves as well as the people behind them creating them. And I think you get, it was, you know, what it, it was being part of X Men that initially opened my eyes because when I got cast as Jubilee I didn't know the X-Men world right but I had friends who were like are you are you oh, shitting yeah? me okay uh, yeah. Rob Hodgson who's also a lovely artist and a friend of mine from back then he was throwing all his comic book issues at me he's like you gotta read this one and this one and this one skip this whole chunk it doesn't matter but go to this one this one this one and did you yeah. did you and read I a did. bunch I read them and I was like okay right on. wow this is like I had no idea that comic books were this big deep um multi-leveled world that really they deal with issues that you don't normally see on like in any other medium right right and i guess because they're a smaller in in many ways they're seen as like this smaller thing people had the freedom the creators had the freedom to take stories wherever they needed them to go mm. and so they would go into dark dirty places that other genres wouldn't allow that to happen yeah um so it was through, I mean, you look at the character development of something like X-Men and what they're dealing with, both the bigger picture, but on the individual storylines as well, and the individual characters. And that's like, that's mind-blowing in terms of what people were allowed to create and how 
the world resonated with that. Yeah. And the individuals that it touched and spoke to and people who were like, it's okay. I like, I survived being a kid because I had these characters that I could relate to, you know, right, whether they were yeah. bullied or ostracized for being different, whatever it was, they found, they found sanctuary in comics. Yeah. Um, and that, like, there's nothing better than that. I am, I am, despite what it looks like in terms of my track record, in terms of my career, right. I am an outsider. Like, I've always been drawn to the weird stuff, the, the sure. fringe, the awkward. Yeah. I collect awkward people as friends because right. that's where I feel comfortable. So I think in terms back, <laughs> finally getting back to what you're talking about with the strange friendships that I expect this kind of guy or whatnot, I would never expect anyone and yet I mean it was a wonderful surprise and yet it feels like that's what well of course this was going to happen sure sure it makes sense well it kind of makes sense and see I it's weird because you know I'm a big voiceover fan and but I'm much more knowledgeable just about the business in the states because of the podcasts I listen to and that kind of stuff that's just the info there's nobody doing a Canadian voiceover industry like podcast or anything right yeah. <laughs> uh, so you know I only know so much and honestly most of it's been like through talking to you from like time to time so I don't know if it's the same here but I know for a fact just from hearing it about the state side is it's just like that with them with the comic industry the voice acting you know the voiceover community seems to be incredibly close yeah like incredibly supportive like yeah. the kind of people would be like you know what I don't suit this go she go for that person yeah like I hear that kind of stuff we're like that here too good so I'm actually good. I'm directing nowadays Mysticons. as well and well no I'm a voice on Mysticons but I'm directing the Magic School Bus Reboot that's so, right I'm sorry and, my mistake uh, yes Cup and Dino and Numchucks and, right. and whatnot. yeah um, and for those shows it's like there's such an added benefit from the fact that I'm in you know I know my fellow actors I know how awesome they are and yeah, we'll be going up for the same roles. We'll be auditioning against each other, but you can't see it as, oh, it's me against them because no show is gonna come to Toronto based on one voice actor. We need a deep and wide pool of talented people here. Um, And that's how you grow the business. That's how you get more shows to come and do their work here. So it benefits everybody. I'm only as good as my the rest of my fellow actors. Right. Uh, and we lift each other, and we challenge each other, and we make each other better. That's great. Uh, so I love. It. We are that way. Like it, it's a very nurturing, loving community. It's great um, to hear. That makes me yeah. happy. Yeah. No. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're great yeah, people. Yeah. Yeah. I love my. Yeah. I love my voice actors. Um, and I'm sure for you, how has it been experiencing the support of your fellow peers in the community? <laughs> you know, has it been good? You no, know, actually, it's been—it's actually been wonderful. Um, truth be told, I'm actually <laughs> kind of surprised how supportive they've been, um, especially since I've been trying to make a career out of killing it. So you know. Not really. I don't know. Uh, You know, starting a book with Abe, the aborted fetus. It's. uh, it's But people have done crazy, weird nonsense in like indie underground comics for years. Like, I mean, look at. I've never heard anybody not just be like, "Yeah, what Zach's doing is awesome." No, no. Come on. Look at Robert Kirkman, man. I mean, like, uh, you have the Battle Pope. Anthony Kingdom James is leaving. All right. See ya. 
<laughs> oh, well, well, someone has now. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just wrestled you too. It should be comicking you. Uh, Anthony Rutgazer is leaving the building. Say goodnight, Anthony. <laughs> Good night, Anthony. <laughs> yeah. All right, take it easy, bro. All right, brother. I guess you know, you know, to kind of circle back is that uh, you know, if you look at Robert Kirkman. He kind of he kind of created his career with you know Battle Pope, in order to kind of you know do something that's a little bit outside of the uh, the the realm of normal, and for me, I I kind of see that as an inspirational tale. It's like well I could probably do something a little bit more fucked up than that, so you know let's, <laughs> nice. let's, let's do it. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. What led you to Michigan? Do you uh, just what go led all me over? to Michigan? All right, well okay, so you know Dirk Manning. Everybody knows Dirk oh, Manning. Oh, we all know Dirk Manning. Yeah, Dickbag Manning. Dick, uh, yeah. What? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, Dickbag Manning. You're listening to this, Manning? Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> I love you, yeah. Dirk. Yeah, we love you too, Dickbag. Uh, so, you know, he comes out and he's like, hey, I need you to come to my, my local scene. This is the scene that I think that you would enjoy. Uh, Michigan, they're going to they're gonna be your people. And I'm like, all right. Fuck it, challenge accepted. I'm from Minneapolis, so it's it's exactly at the same day right. as my own local scene. But you know, let's see let's see how your uh, how, let's see how your uh, industry and scene holds up. So I took him on the challenge, and I went there that one day. And when I met you, I met Travis. I met you know just so many people over in Michigan that I realized that holy shit, Dirk is actually telling me that this is. <laughs> my people and he's right because they are my people these people they embraced me in a way that i've not been embraced anywhere else in the country i totally feel you man yeah, it's I mean, nuts there it's, isn't it's, it it's not even my my home turf and yet i felt like i was on i had home field advantage you right. know to use a shitty sports yes. metaphor no you're it's but, right yeah but it's it's one of those things where i i've literally stayed up until six o'clock in the morning just talking to people um working on things that i've never thought possible and michigan to me is i would say my home away from home now and i've only been there that one time but i can promise you that i have Every it gets worse. I mean, to, I mean, yeah. like, no, the feeling of connection gets stronger. Oh my god! It totally Dude, is. you know, I was at New York Comic Con. Yeah, I saw you there. Yeah. Uh, I flew out from Michigan because I flew out with Jay. So I drove from right. Toronto to Detroit and then flew out to New York. And the whole trip to get back and everything, flight was delayed. Got from New York to Detroit. Yeah. And when we landed in Detroit, I didn't even think, but I posted "Home Sweet Home" on Facebook, <laughs> and I was like, oh. Kinda, you know, and I it's guess, funny, you know, but because yeah. that is totally how uh, how Michigan feels. Like, dude, that wasn't the first time I met you, though. It was. No. No, not in New York, but in Michigan. No, I no? met. I think we talked about this. I met you before yeah, that you one time. About this last night. Oh man, I haven't only met me you up. twice, dude. <laughs> I haven't only met you twice. I know it. No, I have no idea. But I mean, every, okay. To be fair, did you ever the, do Philly or Denver? I did do Philly. Uh, Philly was when I had a really bad time, and the TSA ripped up all my books. The the Great Philadelphia Comic Con. Uh, Wizard World, I believe, is what it no, was. Yeah. I don't know. No, Maybe I'm Wizard just World talking smack, but either way, I knew your book before I met you. Yeah. Because I'd yeah. seen that cover online. Because, you know, just the, for anybody who doesn't know out there, I have to tell them about the cover of the Bible too. 
It's Jesus on a unicorn shooting rainbow laser beams out of his eyes, holding two automatic machine guns, and the cover is literally the wings of the unicorn, Correct, or yeah. I guess it's a pegacorn? Peg, it's a what, seraphim what you, sprinkle shits. Okay, nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's glittered. It is. It is. The glittered. comic is literally. You know, and, the, the best, and here's the thing: is I always say it's my first miracle before I ever, uh, before I die, and before I get indu- in, uh, inducted into, you know, sainthood. Uh, <laughs> my first miracle would actually be that the glitter does not rub off on the book. And it does it. It does it. You can rub the shit out of it. Uh, it's Jesus. Yeah. I mean, you have to ask Brandon. Yeah, exactly. Brandon from Kraken. Oh, Kraken. Yeah, Kraken. Okay, right on. Ask Brandon. Ask Brandon. He'll he'll be able to help you. That's amazing, yeah, man. How have guy. you found people here? Uh, in uh, in Ontario or no, in just the comic community here. Oh, it's like you how- know, it's it's funny how tightly knit this community is. You know, I I uh, I remember my first gig. Uh, the true story. I was starting at a Minneapolis Comic Con in MSP for the uh, Spring Con. Um, they weren't sure what to think of me because my first book was called Abe the Aborted Fetus. So they put me right next to the men's room. <laughs> like in between two, two fucking pillars. Yeah. And this guy, um, <laughs> I literally have been, I've been texting him as of late. His name is Josh Feiler. And he found me and he, and, he, and he shows me to, and he introduces me to like John Lennon, Leo Perez, um, fucking Dirk Manning and from there it's just been different people that I've had an opportunity to meet and just an experience that I've never in my life had a chance to to speak with people when I say I make a career out of killing my career I meant that I never meant that I would personally meet some of the people that I idolize people that I have grown up reading and having them come up to me and tell me hey man I'm a big fan of York I mean, that fucks me up royal because I'm right. like, I really don't know how to cope with that. I mean, yeah, thanks, yeah. I guess. I yeah. mean, I, I, I don't really accept it because I've, I'm still so obsessed with Get used to it, work. man. Yeah, you no, know? it's so weird. But it's so, but it's so humbling. It's so flattering yeah, that, yeah. I mean, it's, it's difficult for me to, uh, to put it even into words because, you know, I've always grown up as a fan. I've never anticipated or expected any any of this attention. So, you know, just even being a part of this kind of just blows my mind. Well, it's well deserved, man. Well, thank I you. Mean, you're doing what people like to see, you know. Well, thank so, you. At least some of them, you know. Yeah. So, the cool thing about Toronto and Ontario in general is is a very unique situation here where you've got all these tiers, all these levels of artists in the comic community and writers from how many guys who work for the top two, yeah. for the big guys, Ty Templeton, Ken Lashley, Faybach, David Finch, like yeah. Leonard Kirk, all the raid guys. It's, it's a huge cornucopia of who's who of comics right now. Yeah. All the way down to people who are, you know, got their first ash can out. But the cool thing is the, the the limits of communication are very low, and you know you like it's easy to get advice from the top of the top here, right? It is. Oh, absolutely. And with the amount of education we have here, Sheridan art schools, art galleries, all like well, the boot camp. Ninety-eight point three percent of my guests have been through Ty Templeton's boot camp. And my, it's my and son's I, yeah. dream. Like, oh, he wants yeah. Because he wants to do 
do his own comic. Yeah. But I wasn't even, like, I didn't even realize that Ty was here. It took Jay to point him out to me. (laughs) And then another great comic book guy, um, Sean Daly, who, again, Travis, it was Travis who pointed him out to me. Yeah. So yeah. I am I am unaware of our local guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm oh, getting you'll learn. You'll learn. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's cool for me because I started yeah. this when I started this show. Sean Daly had just given up music to make art. No one knew who Sean Daly was. Oh my god. And I had been going to Fan Expo, and I knew he was going to be there the year I started the podcast. And I was like, dude, I think I might do some interviews this year. Will you interview? He's like, well, shit, man, yeah. So we started out together, me pushing him as an artist, him pushing my show. Here we are, six years later, a couple comics later, almost 300 episodes later, and we've been through it together. And it's been an amazing experience, now to the point where he's getting noticed by people like Ryan Stegman. Awesome! You know, insane stuff. So it's been really fun to grow together, yet not doing the same thing, but... We're doing things that interweave, yeah. but we're not working together yet still able to support each other because yeah. of the mediums, right? Yeah. And you so, introduced yeah. him to me today. Uh, daily, yeah. Uh, not personally, because I didn't see him. Didn't Someone, you? He came by, he's the guy who gave Travis art. Yeah. because I, was I so, wasn't there, though, and I, I'm pissed he came and he didn't even say hi to us and left. Oh, see, Sean see, I, Daly. I, I thought it was you. I introduced you to a couple people, but it wasn't Daly. It probably all melded together. But Daly was there. Yeah, he was. And I, yeah. did, I did meet him today when he came up to Travis. And, and you know, you know the big happy lumberjack that he is, he was, he was happy to oblige. Yeah, so. yeah. So, yeah, we're very lucky here to have all this going on. And, uh, you know, it's cool stuff. So, neat. See what can happen, kids, when just friendships appear and tell things start stories. to go. What stories? What no, stories we got? No, you got? Uh, no I'm saying Oh, you're saying tell. Right, yes. Tell Sorry. your stories. Create something. Tell Create your something. stories. Create something. Tell yeah. your stories. And do shit. Yeah. 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 Because no whatever your story is, whatever, wherever your brain wants to go, there's somebody out there who will read it and listen and appreciate it. Absolutely. Guys, I so appreciate you doing this. Thank you. Before Thank we go. Thank you. We've had a few beers. Yes, we have. So let's just have like a minute or two of... Burping? If you don't mind me... No. Just a minute or two of a fanboy moment. Okay. What was it like, man? You're fucking Jubilee. You're fucking Lydia. Like, come on, man. Is that not fucking cool? Like, I know it's... You still do... You've done amazing things. Yeah. You're incredibly accomplished. You're a director. Blah, blah, blah. It's okay. You don't need to blow smoke up my ass. You know? I'm a fucking X-Men. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I blow shit up. Hey, how was that shit... uh, With the Prime Minister? With the fucking Prime Minister. That was fun. Was that neat? Yeah, Yeah. it was... um, So, the the author of the book, because Eric Lewald, who was a writer on the original series, he and his wife uh, have spent the last several years writing this retrospective book on the making of that series, X-Men, the original animated series. That's what you gave him. That's what it is. And it coincided with the 25th anniversary of when the show first aired. Um, And it's got all this behind-the-scenes stuff, dirt, and, you know, little interesting stories. There was dirt on the X-Men cartoon? (laughs) Really? I didn't even know that. I mean, I'm not sure it goes into some of the... It doesn't get too saucy. Okay. Maybe it gets a little saucy. Did you record that here? We did. Okay. We did record it here. So uh, was it totally made here? Was it animated here? No. no? Saban did the animation. Okay. um, But we did the voice recordings here. Okay, right on. Uh, So um, Eric, who wrote the book, 
was keeping us all updated because he had contacted as many of the cast members and writers and producers and everybody involved as he could, animators, etc. Uh, and we all did interviews for him like two years ago over Skype. Um, and so he was letting us know the book's finally coming out, it's shipping in like two weeks. By the way, I hear the Prime Minister of Canada is a comic book nerd mm -hmm. and is actually a fan of the original series. Does anybody have a contact? We'd love to send him an early copy of the book. In fact, and I don't even think uh, Mr. Justin Trudeau knows this, he has issue number one. Like the wow. first he got the first print. So wow. Eric saved the first printing for the Prime Minister of Canada. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. So, uh, just so he's Mr. Studio Comics. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so two weeks ago. Um, oh, okay. So yeah. So I I have friends with the Liberal Party, and right. so I called a guy who knows the guy, and we hooked You up. made all this happen. Um, I would right say... Right on, pull some strings I, there. <laughs> I made a call, and my friend Greg McCachern uh, also yeah. helped out and put me in touch with... It's uh, much cooler if you just leave it at, I made a call. I, yeah, yeah. I know, but I sound like a dick. So you met I, the Prime Minister? Yeah, I made a call. I made it's a call. It's okay, man, that's okay. awesome. I made a call. <laughs> I made shit happen. Yeah. I'm fucking awesome, because I'm Jubilee. <laughs> uh, right. I blow shit up, baby. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so then I wrote Cal. Because Cal and I are still friends. Okay. Cal, Dodd, and I were neighbors from the right. time I was Cal like was Wolverine, three. yes? Yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then it was a block from, it just worked, it was so serendipitous. Okay. Where they were, the location, the timing. My son was a block away from, from there and it was on his lunch hour. Yeah. So he came over and he did, he got some video and he got some photos at the same time. Too and rad. then I had another friend come and do video footage and uh, yeah. we presented the book. And it went great, and I know Eric's super happy, and I hope that PM enjoys the book. That's fun times, man. Yeah. Congratulations on everything. Your whole career, all your successes. Oh, thank you. And so much more to come, so much awesome bullshit. Yeah, we're so. just, like, I feel like this is kind of the, this is the beginning of the next chapter. Right. This is me sort of looking around and saying, what do I want to do? What I want to do is involved with comic books. Right on. And I'm really excited. So, we're happy you. to have you. Hi. And you know what? It's weird, actually. Awesome. You notice I just said we, but it took me a while to get to the point where I felt comfortable saying You're we. You're one of them. Yeah, this yeah. is you. Because I don't make comics, and then people point out certain things that, you know, uh, for instance, Morte, which yeah. is a comic from Dave Bishop, and that comic exists because Kevin Joseph heard Dave Bishop on my show and was like, I like this guy's, you know, ideals, checked out his work, saw his work, heard him on the show, liked him, yep. and now Morte exists. Nice. So yes, I do unabashedly take a small bit of credit well, for the birthing of a comic should. book. Yeah. Damn right. Hey. So I can say we. Thank yeah, you. Damn right. And you, sir, yes. uh, the Bible 2, of course, yeah. uh, Sioux Falls, but also uh, the Bible 2, Volume 2. Oh, yes, yeah, Double coming. Cross. Which, Double Cross. Which, yeah, which takes place in the year 1492 when Columbus sailed to slay a Jew. Oh, uh, you're <laughs> the shit, Zach. <laughs> I am just shit. <laughs> I am the fucking worst. Oh, no, you're awesome. You guys are both awesome. <laughs> Do you want to say uh, just the final Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to the kids? Yeah, yeah. all of that. I hope you get tons of presents. I hope you get spoiled rotten. Uh, have a wonderful end of year and new year. Wishing all the best of luck and uh, yeah, fuck comic books rock. Nice. Yeah. Well, uh, happy Kwanzaa and come get some motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs>
kids, that's all we are going to have today, this week, on An Elegant Weapon with Mr. Zach Thomas and Miss Allison Court. Uh, happy holidays and take it easy. <laughs>